All right, everyone. Hi, hello, and welcome back to episode 43 of Targeting Winners. Bull season drags on and drags on and on and on. Uh, as we're recording, I currently have my Oklahoma State bet going. We'll, we'll track that a little bit here, but uh, quick holiday episode. We hope everybody had a very merry holiday, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, and we're safe uh, as well. Uh, I'm joined by Pete. Pete, how's it going today, man? Not too bad. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, almost lifelike, trying to stay awake for another 20 minutes here so we can knock out a quick show for the peeps. <laughs> uh, Tim felt like driving across the state of Florida today. Uh, we're, we're recording a little late. He should be here momentarily. Um, we're going to get, we know there's 12 bowl games. Uh, it's Wednesday as we're recording, four on Thursday, four on Friday, four on Saturday um just do the holiday and with everything that we all have going on i'm just going to kind of touch on the bets that we actually made uh for the next three days uh sunday when we do the recap show we will preview the five games for new year's day uh so we'll be looking at that um and if we do see anything else on the other games uh, that we don't touch on here today uh, always check out the facebook group targeting winners we will have any info there on any other games uh that we may like uh, so Tim's only got one play. I will let him, uh, grace us with that. Once he arrives, I only have one play as well. Uh, none of these bowl games, unfortunately look too great to me, but Pete, you have a couple for us, uh, for as far as totals go, what's the first one you're looking at? I do. And, and first of all, that USC, uh, Louisville game tonight is a lot of fun and I would love the over there. I didn't play it, but I should have. So, uh, so I'm playing uh, this weekend, the two fruits, the peach and the orange bowl. Uh, I think they're both interesting from kind of a different perspective. Uh, I'll start with the Orange Bowl, uh, Georgia FSU. The line at the moment is 44 and a half. It's been moving. It started around 46 and a half. It came down to about 43 and a half. And right now it's sitting at 44 and a half, as I noted. Um, to me, I would set the line somewhere around 47. If I was setting that line, I think I think Georgia's going to score. Uh, and I think they're going to score, you know, if they score 35. You know, can can FSU chip in 10? I mean, they have enough people kind of not playing, transferring, doing God knows what, that uh, I think it could be a little bit of a problem, but I can easily see FSU scoring some points. So to me, I think that's a real relatively safe overplay. So I like the over 44 and a half in uh, the Orange Bowl. Yeah, I do kind of like Georgia in this one as well. I, I always kind of question the motivation. Obviously, these two teams are hoping for bigger and better things, but uh I expect them both to be angry about not being chosen. Uh, so I could totally see uh, a lot of points being scored here as well. So, and the other one you said, the Chick fil A Peach Bowl, Ole Miss and Penn State. Where were you going that one? Yes, sir. So, Peach Bowl, uh, Penn State, uh, Ole Miss. Um, from my perspective, this is, a, this is a Penn State play, right? The line's sitting at 48 and a half. I've watched a lot of Penn State this year. I'm a Big Ten guy, I'm a Michigan guy, all that. So, I see too much of this team. Two things I noted early on in the year number one, the Penn State defense is fantastic. And their offense is putrid. Right? I mean, I watched that Penn State Ohio State game earlier in the year, and that thing was just a, it was just ugly. Right? There was no offense. I mean, Ohio State was a little better, but I have zero faith in the Penn State offense whatsoever. So you know, forty-eight and a half is a is a big number in a bowl like this. So and and just I like to know this is a bit of a contra play because I was just checking myself today. Every other set I looked at said the over. So I am going completely contra on this. I like the under forty-eight and a half in the Peach Bowl. 
Yeah, we're kind of feeling the pain, as as you know. Our our very first show, we we picked your uh, Michigan Wolverines to win the whole thing. Uh, every single thing I've heard of since these matchups became official, everybody's taking Alabama. Like nobody has any faith in Michigan whatsoever. Uh, yeah, obviously, I hope they're all wrong because that would obviously make us uh, very happy people. Uh, but yeah, I, I I hate that too. We get these picks out on Wednesday. I spent Thursday and Friday listening to to some other things, reading some other articles, and it just seems like nobody ever agreed with us. <laughs> yeah, the Michigan, frust- thing for, Michigan thing for sure. I mean, I said before the selection show that the only team I didn't want to play was Alabama. Yeah. Anybody else, I just don't want to play them, and so this concerns me, right? It, it really does. I think the team's hot at the wrong time. So it is what it is, but I also bet on Michigan to win it all this year back in July. So I'm riding the same boat you guys are, and that's not, not a homer bet because I – always bet against my team so in that case i actually believed it so we'll see what we'll see what happens all right and then the cross state traveler has made it Tim, made it. welcome how you feeling tired <laughs> <laughs> well we already gave the rundown that due to uh holidays and everything this is just going to kind of be a quick show uh we're just covering the games that we have bet on uh for the next three days uh we also did say if, if there was anything else we liked uh, maybe that we just didn't have a chance to take a peek at just due to the craziness of the holidays. Uh, we would throw it on the Facebook group. So uh, if we don't nice. touch on your game, don't get upset. We may very well still have a have a lean on it. Uh, Pete just gave his two totals plays. I'm just going to give out my one play here. The only thing I really like uh, tomorrow afternoon, uh, the pinstripe bowl. I do like Rutgers uh, over Miami here. Uh, I was actually allowed to bet this one, despite this game actually being in New York. So I was super happy about that. Uh, Rutgers, I did lay two. I see it's up to two and a half now. Um, basically, just this is a fade of Miami. I still don't trust Cristobal to do anything correctly. I believe I saw something they're like two and 11 straight up and against the spread in their last 13 bowl games. I don't know why this team never gets up for a bowl game, but pretty sure they wanted to be somewhere other than, uh, you know, northern New Jersey. Uh, in late December, but uh, I think Rutgers is really excited to be here. They pretty much have a lot of their team there. Tyler Van Dyke's out for Miami, as is their backup QB, I believe. So uh, Rutgers not the most potent offense, but I think Miami's disinterested here. So my only play for the next few days, uh, I took Rutgers lane two over Miami. Sweet. <sighs> well, I had to put it in a play on a Pop-Tart Bowl. Regardless, I was going to well, obviously just out of principle. One. I mean, and they're giving they're throwing shade at the trophy because it has like the football has like two, it's like a toaster on the sides, and they have two pop well, That's what it means. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I like NC State here. Um, I don't have all my notes, but I, from what I remember, uh, NC State big on the turnovers. You know, I like to look at the team that, uh, doesn't turn the ball over as much. And they're at plus 10. And if I remember correctly, Kansas State was down. They were, um, God, I believe they were at like a three or a four. So that favors NC State. They don't have a lot of, of opt-outs. Uh, a lot of cohesion there, if you will. So I'd like, uh, they're getting two and a half. Last I checked, I don't know if it changed over the last day or so. No, but, I'm still um, seeing two. I got you locked in at two and a half. So, yeah, I like that. That's uh, the one play. And um, whatever the line is for Georgia, I would take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's looking like it's pretty ugly. Yeah. I yeah. do, you know what? Just kind of looking, I'll just throw out some leans here. Uh, you know, just looking at Thursdays, I do kind of like uh, SMU laying the 10. 
Uh, I know Stone is out, but their backup's no joke, man. I mean, they put a beat down on Tulane uh, in Tulane in their conference championship game. Uh, I would like that for Thursday, maybe, as anything else. You guys looking at the Thursday slate, you see anything else uh, you have a lean on? No, I do. I do want to touch quickly on the Rutgers-Miami game you brought up. Because, I mean, that 41-and-a-half number looks really low, and it is a low number. But, honestly, this game could be like 17-10. to 10. I mean, I would not be surprised if it was a really low-scoring game. So I didn't, I didn't pick it, but as a secondary, I would consider the under on that, uh, on that game. Yeah, I don't know what the weather is going to be like, but all day it's been raining here, and I'm only about three and a half hours from that stadium. I don't know what the weather's calling for tomorrow, but uh, yeah, it could be messy there again. So yeah, I mean, we've seen uh, the one game well, a couple weeks ago, 11 fumbles, uh, the game today, uh, some rain hit in the... Uh, God, what was the first game of the day? I'm already drawn a blank. Oh, Virginia Tech, Tulane. Yeah. That became like a monsoon at halftime. There ended up being eight fumbles in that game as well. It was just like the weather is really wreaking havoc on these guys. So, uh, yeah, definitely I agree there. Tim, yeah, they ran the addition? ball like, what, 50-some-odd times or something? Yeah, yeah they, they already had like 380 yards rushing. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to see that because we were watching some horse racing today at Parks, and Parks was a swamp as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of water out there. So, I would expect a sloppy – Slow, run the ball kind of game. Yeah, I mean, looking at Friday, nothing really uh, excites me here. I did see before the Oak State game got started that Marvin Harrison is with the team. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean he's playing, uh, but Ohio State. Only yeah, he's uncommitted as of yet. Yeah, well, aren't we all at some point in our lives? But uh, that might be one to keep an eye on. But nothing else Friday uh, really sticks out to me. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on any of that uh friday no yeah it no. doesn't look like a very exciting for you would think you get some better matchups here at the end of the year but uh not pete you see anything there that you might uh lean one way or the other not on friday no it doesn't look yeah, really exciting. Either. and then saturday you know pete's got to play in two of the four games i initially was talking about wyoming uh laying the three over toledo um, you know, their coach is retiring. So Wyoming, you figure would, would really bring it here. Problem is even without Daquan Finn quarterback for Toledo, Toledo's still a more talented team. So I, I don't really know what to expect here. So I did not, uh, that would have been my second play, but you know, Toledo without Finn still looks pretty good on the defensive side of the ball. And Wyoming is kind of like, you know, the far West version of Oak state. They're either going to show up and ball, or they're just going to be like, Hey, is there a game going on? I don't even know what we're doing here, but, right. uh, <laughs> wasn't taking the chance. Uh, Auburn, Maryland. Uh, Auburn shot up once. Uh, I was leaving little Miss. brother. Were you? Yeah. They're getting four and a half. Looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't really have much respect for Penn State. So, but no. I'm just going to be bummed out most of Saturday anyway. So I'm just going to not going to bet. That's it. <laughs> And you could win, you know. Yeah, I mean, we could. If if, uh, he, if if they end up winning, it, I mean, it is a glorified spring game. But I mean, yeah. uh, my God, you got Brock Glenn again. I mean, we saw how great he was last time out. So, well, he's he's got a, he's got a few days to uh, you know kind yeah, of get got, at least together, got two yeah. more days to get ready for this time. But at uh, least he knows he's playing. So I mean, that's something. It's possible. And he, he was a good recruit. I just don't. I just don't see them covering. I mean, I'm. Unless it's like thirty-one and nothing at the end. Well, who am I kidding? Not going to get a field goal. Thirty-five nothing, um, you know, <laughs> at halftime, and then they they take all the starters out. But I, I think I saw Brock Bowers isn't playing. Uh, I don't think the McConkey kids playing either. Well, 
So, yeah, all those guys were hurt at the end of the year, man. They, they but, I mean, well, we'll see what the team's going to look like next year. We'll see it uh, get a sneak peek on Saturday. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, if they're not the same team without Jordan Travers, they're not the same team without Benson, Coleman, Wilson, uh-huh. the entire defensive line. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it get ugly. Yeah, Pete, you know what we do in a situation like that? We just Drink. block any incoming text from Tim. I that is correct. <laughs> Learned over the course of the season. That. Whenever Florida says, I mean, they'll give up a field goal on the first drive of the game, and he'll start texting me while I'm at work. Oh, my God, we're in trouble. And I just check the score. Like, dude, it's 3 nothing. I've seen this so many times. Yeah, just block him. Just block him. Just unblock him like Monday morning. Just, you know, just let it go. (laughs) Depending on the size of the defeat, that's how long you block him. Mm -hmm. The worst they play, just just leave him off for like a week. I'll get my bottle of Jim Beam and I'll be I'll be all right. Yeah. right by halftime. Uh, and Tim, we did also uh, tell the listeners that on Sunday, uh, when we recap our our uh, handful of bets here, uh, we're going to take a look at the New Year's Day slate, uh, five games. Obviously, the last two uh, I'm not touching because we all got. <laughs> knowing Pete's got a little something on the Wolverines as well. We all have uh, vested interest in the uh, in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Pete, Tim and I did do a little hedge. Uh, we took Texas a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> to win the national championships. So uh, if it's Alabama, Washington, we're, we're, we're not even coming on. You can just do the show. We're hoping for a Michigan-Texas championship game because uh, that, that will uh, make the year for us. Uh, but yeah, if you're a betting man, uh, you know, we might as well throw a little bit on Alabama and Washington because <laughs> we, I don't think we're that lucky. Um, but for the other three games, I saw Milton, uh, Tennessee QB, he opted out today. Yeah. Uh, they're still a six point favorite over Iowa. looks like, uh, LSU Daniels opted out. I'm expecting Malik neighbors to follow. Uh, I don't, LSU. I don't recall seeing a Bo Nix opting out. Uh, not yet. Um, that, but I was going to touch on that game because I think 16 and a half is too many points to give Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, Liberty's like top three in the nation time of possession. I mean, if anybody can, can keep Oregon off the field, it could be them. Um, I would consider grabbing that before any Bo Nix news hits. I, I can't see him playing, but you know what? I'll maybe if Oak state gets the job done <laughs> tonight, I'll, uh, you know, maybe throw a little on uh, yeah. on Liberty a little bit earlier. I just think 16 and a half is, is too much for that team. I mean, their schedule was cake, but, you know, they still did beat everybody they were supposed to. And, you know, like you well, had said, Tim, matter. the Nick status is is up in the air. Uh, if he if he's the first domino to fall, who knows who else is going to is going to go after him. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take a look at that. Any of you guys see, see anything on New Year's Day that uh, jumped out at you? No, that was the one. I mean, Iowa, Tennessee, that, that's probably the under. <laughs> but uh, yeah. without Milton, I think Pete would probably agree with that, depending on what the total currently is. Yeah, 35 at. and a half. Yeah, I would. I like oh, the under. My God. I, I like Iowa getting six, honestly, in that game. They're getting six, right? Yeah. yeah. I like Iowa getting six there. They'll probably, yeah, they'll probably lose, you know, 10 to, 10 to six. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah. 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 They can get three field goals. They can probably hold Tennessee to fourteen. Yeah, I can see I'm that. thinking. Yeah, yeah. And if anybody opts out from Iowa, it's probably going to be like 
the linemen or something like that. They're not gonna uh, if mix. anybody opts out from Iowa, they, they can only get better, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if well, there's any no skill Iowa... position players, I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say, if any Iowa offensive star says, Hey, you know what? I'm not playing. I just money start pouring in on Iowa. <laughs> they can't possibly. I mean, this was a team in the Big Ten title game. They had a first half team total at a half a point and it went under. <laughs> so, please, somebody offensively for Iowa opt out so you guys can score some points. Anybody. Oh, man. But yeah, that'll be a fun game to watch. And by fun, I mean, I'll see whatever else is on television. Right. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, let's just recap our bets here. Myself, I got Rutgers minus two in the pinstripe bowl over Miami of Florida. Pete, what were your two? Uh, Peach Bowl on Saturday, Ole Miss and P uh, Penn State, 48 and a half. I like the under and the Orange Bowl, Georgia FSU, uh, 44 and a half. And I like the over. And our weary interstate traveler, Tim, your one pick. I went with the Pop-Tart Bowl. The Wolfpack will be munching on some Pop-Tarts. Uh, they're getting two and a half. And I like them. Pop. Uh, I wonder what Pop-Tarts they'll be eating. I don't know. Now I did hear uh, my son did confirm that uh, he is edible. mascot is very much edible. Yes. Um. And I asked him as I was bringing home from work today, is that mascot going to be out there like all day long? Because like once some birds find out in, like the second quarter that that, oh, that would be so edible, awesome. I mean, that I, I hope they're just bringing them out at the end of the game. Oh, we're not. Orlando's not close enough for seagulls, I don't think. But uh, there's got to be some. Yeah, kind I was of at nerds. Tampa Downs this morning. There were seagulls all over the place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. If, like you see the mascot running around, the birds I, chasing them. That would be yeah. so awesome. And it was funny. I thought of that because at Saratoga at the track, you bring fries out there. The birds just flock from all oh, over yeah. the place, man. I'm just like, oh, that would be great. Well, we got the ospreys down here. If they're circling the stadium and like midway through the first quarter, like, yeah, I, I smell something. By the second quarter, they're gonna figure out there's some edible pop tarts on it. <laughs> Yeah, that could be oh, must see TV right there. Oh man, set uh, the DVR recording that game just in case. Good. They did switch oh, over to uh tape delay of the West Virginia coach getting doused with the mayo uh today. I don't know if any of you watched that game, but it got really out of control in the fourth quarter where the one announcer was like, You know, I heard if you put mayo on a cut, it heals it right away. <laughs> the West Virginia QB went to the tent. He hurt his ankle. He goes, yeah, he just put some mayo on it, and he's back out there. <laughs> it was just like they dunked the mayo on the coach, and, like, the sideline reporter came up, had, like, three French fries. He just kind of, like, dipped them off his jacket and, like, ate the French fries. I was like, Ah, uh, okay. I, I do love bowl season for stuff like that, but uh, we should make some calls. We got to we got to be able to call that game next year. Just to <laughs> I'm telling you, if there's a bowl game to go to, if Pop Tarts isn't sponsoring one, that may the be mayo. a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah, the potato bowl they dumped the fries. You should probably like combine the two. Ooh, five guys and, fries. Know, I don't nice. know what they were. <laughs> I think they the get all their fries from Idaho. So. There was a meme that showed somebody dumping up the bucket of fries, and they're like, "That's just a small at Five Guys." <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Fact. It is accurate. That's why it was hilarious. I'm they like, don't yeah, give a damn. They don't conservation. Ah. Nothing. Well, still room in the bag. Have yeah. fourteen more orders of fries. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shrinkflation at Five Guys when it yeah, comes to no. the fries. They, they are down with hooking you up with the taters. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, that's it for uh, the recap for week three of the bowl season. Our plays. Uh, we are running out of season. Um, yeah, yeah, we got a couple more shows, and, and the three of us are putting what brain cells we have left uh, together to come up with some with some stuff to at least uh, 
maybe once, maybe twice a month, at least through June. You know, the draft will be a working a on topic. some interviews for yeah, our trying recruiting to get some interviews. Stuff. So hopefully we get some inside info on what it's like yeah. to be a big time recruit. Yeah, I'd love to get somebody from another podcast on here to talk uh, something about uh, a conference of some sort. Um, but yeah, I think once June hits, we'll be back weekly. There's enough conferences to preview with, uh, you know, 30 teams apiece, uh, it seems. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about. We, uh, we've added Pete, a Big Ten expert. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll start there. But uh, Might as well. It's 20 teams in the Big Ten now. Yeah, we might have to have a part one and part two. So, you know, you never know. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, we hope you had a safe and happy holiday season. We will be back on New Year's Eve uh, to preview the New Year's Day games and recap, hopefully, uh, for winning bets. So thanks for joining thanks us, for and we will Thanks talk for to listening, you in a few everybody. Days. Good luck, everyone.